Welcome to Equity Breakdown, where you'll find short, no bullshit overviews of public companies. Now, today we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to create a framework, and you're going to follow us from the beginning. So each of you can eventually, in your future, develop that investment philosophy that will ultimately generate personal growth. Now, to all the time investors. I came across a quote recently from Robert Harris that states, the true currency of life is time, and we've all got a limited stock. Now, this is an intuitive concept, but do we really step back and realize the impact and value of time and how that relates to our personal growth? Last week, Pomp wrote about a concept called Time Billionaires in his daily newsletter that was referenced from an episode with Tim Ferriss and Graham Duncan, the co-founder of East Rock Capital. Now, here's a quick excerpt below. I was listening to a guy introduce a speaker a while ago, and he was saying people don't really understand the difference between billionaires and millionaires. He said a million seconds is like 11 days. A billion seconds is 31 years. And I was thinking of time billionaires that when I see sometimes 20-year-olds, the thought I had was they probably have 2 billion seconds left, but they aren't relating that to themselves as time billionaires. And what's startling about the picture, again, to this question of how long a billion seconds is, is how short it is. Now, this concept is profound. And it actually inspired me to think about what I'd like Equity Breakdown to evolve into as we build a repository of knowledge in the community of modern investors focused on disruptive industries. Moving forward, I'd like for all of us to consider ourselves not just value investors, trend investors, growth investors, or even contrarian investors, but more importantly, time investors. Now, let us define a time investor. A time investor focuses on using one true currency, and it's not the US dollar or the yen, and for a lot of you guys out there, also not Bitcoin. It's actually time to build fundamental long-term wealth. As a time investor, you invest in society by finding wonderful companies in disruptive industries and then use the currency of life, time, to deliver strong returns. Now, a time investor needs to maintain five key important principles. You have to always have an owner's mindset. When you invest in a business, you own that business and you have to approach it with that perspective. You have to have an open mind with an independent point of view and always be willing to change, refine, and redesign with important new information. The idea is that sometimes you hold dear to yourself. Well, with an open mind, you are willing to even shatter the closest ideas that potentially even define who you are. You have to also understand the most valuable currency, in this case, time, and build a relationship with it, knowing full-fledged you're investing for decades. And you also have to pose a composer and strong risk tolerance because of the strong level of honest competency. So when you have that composure and you have that risk tolerance, the ability to develop that comes from building competency in the field, especially in the ideas that you're going to invest in. And finally, you have to have the courage to act big when you experience a painful feeling of being right. Now, it's important to know this. You know, sometimes you get that empty feeling in your stomach, and then sometimes you get that feeling of, man, I know every bone in my body is telling me this is right. Well, with all these particular frameworks, when the opportunity presents itself, even if it's just one opportunity, you have to have the courage to act big. 
Well, the logic is simple, guys, and pretty clear, but very difficult to maintain. So that this leads us to one key question. What investment framework should a time investor deploy to achieve returns? Now, to equip time investors in the game that will be played, I'm adopting an investment framework that will be centered on one key term, strategic resources. Now, Professor Baruch Lev and I had a conversation, uh, and Professor Baruch Lev is from NYU Stern. And he set the stage of defining three core qualities highlighted below that make up strategic resources in his book, The End of Accounting and the Path Forward for Investors and Managers. Now, when it comes to strategic resources, they have to be valuable, rare, and difficult to imitate. So in terms of value, assets create a stream of benefits exceeding costs, such as patents for profitable products and services. When it comes to rare, assets are limited and they can't be found easily across the world. Simple example, the Mountain Pass Rare Earthing Mining Center in North America that possesses rare earth materials. And then you have the difficult to imitate. Assets cannot be replicated easily and require significant resources to be acquired or imitated by competitors. It's as simple as, can you build the next Google or Apple and actually go head to head and compete with them? Very, very difficult to do. As outlined in the theory of the firm, The purpose of the existence of a company is to maximize sustained economic profits. But to maximize profits, the company needs to achieve sustained competitive advantages. And to achieve sustained competitive advantages, the company needs to efficiently operate its strategic resources. Now, our investment philosophy, which is investing in society, will be like a mosaic where we'll focus on growth, value investing attributes, and more importantly, strategic resources. And specifically, this investment philosophy will start off with the breakdowns that we conduct from an industry and company perspective. This will support our ability to identify and break down long-term investment opportunities that we believe will have the strategic resources to lead and dominate in disruptive industries. Now, the approach will be an inside-out process that'll map a visual framework of what these resources are, how they are deployed, and what value they generate to the company. So, the strategic resource breakdown investment framework. It's going to focus on providing time investors with five key attributes. We will provide an inventory of strategic assets, characteristics, and value in their industry. Examples will be patents, brands, landing rights, disrupted technologies like mass producing 3D printing systems or proprietary algorithms. To generate value, an organization must build an organization around its strategic assets. We're going to provide a map that links strategic resources and companies' investments. We will build information that focuses on R&D expense and SG&A expense to understand the company's investments in developing new technologies, acquisitions, employee development, or internal infrastructure team development. Now, whether a company fundamentally develops a technology or acquires it, the map will give an idea of how much benefit will be generated, how quickly, and the risk level. And we're also going to identify the strategies management is taking to mitigate risks associated with strategic assets. Certain risks can be caused by disruptive technologies, regulation, management shifts, and infringement. An organization that becomes complacent because they currently have strategic assets at the moment is at risk of losing the game of wealth in the future. The pace of disruption has accelerated, and that's one thing that's been obvious. And the strategies that protect these resources are critical. We're also going to track the company's value by outlining how the strategic resources are deployed. Rather than focus our efforts on revenue and earnings, which simply reflect what has already happened, we will build knowledge on what path was taken to create these outcomes. Ultimately, 
This is the best part of the recipe because it'll truly give us a picture of whether management strategies are continuous or short term. As a pricing expert, I have seen many organizations get excited when they increase profits by simply increasing prices. Unfortunately, that is not the right way to play the game of wealth when understanding the benefits of time. And finally, we're going to quantify the manager's actions in creating, preserving, and deploying strategic resources. So how do we get this done? An effective management team needs to manage the entire chain from developing, protecting, and deploying these resources. They need to exhibit skills and competitive strategy. Professor Baruklev argues that today's company's reporting does not provide an investor benefit by expensing R&D or major strategic investments and ignoring the value of changes in strategic resources over time. As a result, a specific cash flow formula highlighted below will remove that ambiguity and quantify a company's actions indicating systemic value creation by the company. So this proxy is going to be called the residual cash flow indicator. And you're going to have cash flow from operations, cash flows from investments in strategic resources like R&D and brands. We're going to remove the cash flow from capital expenditures. And we're also going to remove one important element, cost of equity of capital. And this will give us an idea of the value created by the management team over time to develop, protect, and deploy strategic resources. For a visual framework, please see below, especially in the email, the proposed investment framework that we will apply to companies that indicate sustainable growth, growing residual cash flow, effective management team, and a strong portfolio of strategic resources. So again, we're focusing on developing the resources, understanding the inventory of those resources, how to preserve the resources, how to deploy them, and what value they ultimately would generate over time. So the breakdown report will be applied across disruptive industries to identify common attributes across assets and then extrapolated to the companies that satisfy a strategic resource scoring system built on the data collected within each industry. Now, this is important because this report will be applied to the general uh, industry so we can build competence. And then from there, it'll be applied to the specific opportunity companies that will break down. Now, Kathy Wood of ARK Invest clearly supports that humanity is experiencing the largest technological transformation in history across many sectors concentrated in blockchain technology, healthcare, robotics, energy storage, and artificial intelligence. The era is being compared to that of a century ago when the combustion engine electrification communication technology of the telephone swept through the economy. And, well, Comrade Lenin puts it best. There are decades where nothing happens, and there are weeks where decades happen. So guys, the investment framework proposed will break down the true narratives of companies in disruptive industries and allow us to make decisions on a company's potential role in the future. Equity Breakdown will deliver for time investors no bullshit overviews and ultimately reveal the critical assets of companies through deep research in simple, short, and digestible forms. We're going to take the story and we're actually going to provide value from that story with facts. Get ready, guys. You're about to see from the beginning what it takes to transform from level one apprentice to level four master in a very non-traditional way. And as always, you can access and download the detailed report with the email, which will also include a summary for your records. And if you like the content, please make sure to share this newsletter, share this post, or subscribe. Thank you always for your support and on to the next.